0: Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. On 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com.
1: Hello and welcome into the Daily Nebraskan Show on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. We are here on a Saturday. Saturday.
0: It's been a while since we've done a Saturday show, Ben.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's nice.
0: It's fun. Thir- we did not
1: do the show Thursday night, so we still wanted to get four shows in this week, and yeah. there was an hour open Saturday morning, mm-hmm. so
0: we decided to just snatch it. Absolutely. Beautiful Saturday morning out. Oh, A yeah. little brisk, but you, you got brisk. that spring feeling in the air. Yeah. It, it feels like March Madness is right around the corner. <laughs> feels like spring break's right around the corner, and it is. It Yeah, March Madness is going to be here before we know it. Yeah, and Nebraska basketball right now, one of those teams that's projected 85% or above in Joe Linardi's bracketology to make the tournament. It's I been a while
1: since we've seen that. Th- that's that's why the Indiana I think it's the Indiana one. Not not because Indiana was is a great team. It was just
0: winning there. Winning
1: season on the road,
0: sweep, just a conference road yeah. win.
1: That like that also I mean yes, the conference sweep of Indiana. Yes, that looks good. But everyone was talking mm-hmm. about Nebraska's road struggles. Now all they did was win one road game and they're about the same as every other Big 10 team.
0: Yeah in a really dominant back-to-back-to-back performances. Yes. Granted, against not great teams, but against a Penn State team that knocked off S- Illinois. Still games you got to win. A Michigan team that knocked off Wisconsin and an Indiana team that, you know, Nebraska's never had this t- kind of success to against a season. Two 15-point wins in one season against one of the most historic programs in the Big Ten. I it, It's been a great couple weeks for Nebraska basketball. After that Northwestern game, they turned it around Quick. So, they got a big one tomorrow, though. So, that's what we're going to dive into today. A little bit of preview of the Minnesota game, finally back at home um, for this one. And then, we got to talk about a, a video game that has got some got some buzz. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, I'm part of the people giving it buzz. Okay, I think we all are. Yep. Yeah, everyone's hearing from me. Yeah. <laughs> NCAA 25 is going to be... It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Sorry. No, I... I, I, I yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And then uh, we gotta we gotta talk about some craziness in college basketball, specifically in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So we'll wrap up the show with that because there's a lot to talk about. Um, so, but Minnesota, yeah. First, want to preview Minnesota game. This game, surprisingly, I know Minnesota basketball is kind of one of those teams that when Nebraska lost him at the beginning of the season, it was like. This there we is go one again. of the worst
1: teams in the Big Ten, is what I was thought of. Yeah, and not
0: the case. No, I mean, not a
1: great team by any stretch.
0: No, but
1: they're solid, surging.
0: It's a solid Big Ten. It's a team. solid Big Ten team, and they are playing probably their best basketball of the season right now. Oh, probably yeah. And if I'm Nebraska, that is concerning. So we'll I don't he- know. We'll hear from Fred Hoiberg later today. Yeah, around three uh, to get his thoughts on this game and and the rest of the way going forward. But Minnesota is one of those teams where I I went back and kind of looked at some of the tape, looked at some of the numbers, surprised me a little bit, to be completely honest with you. This is Hmm. a fun team to watch. They've got some some really impressive players, and Johnson has done an incredible coaching job this season, um, just working with what he's got. And this is a Minnesota team that's very different. From the last time that they played Nebraska, that was a yeah, long
1: time ago. It was, it was super so, long time ago.
0: So you get a completely new look here from Minnesota. So there's not much to go off of, given how early in the season. I mean, from that was before time. that was before conference play even started. Like that was a very early Big Ten game, mm-hmm. and there were still non-conference games on the schedule. That one was not pretty. You remember that one? Because that, that- I, I I think all Husker fans remember yeah. that one that was a collapse in half and it seemed like in that Indiana game was going in the same direction as Minnesota it yeah where you have had, a big, had that feel big half big first half lead and a complete collapse in the second
1: that yeah we talked about that on a uh, Wednesday after the game it was just yeah it it, it had the exact same feel it uh, did just like Indiana not a great team offensively but and I don't think in Minnesota really isn't either but Somehow, it was just they were just kept chipping away at the weed. And Nebraska wasn't shooting—I mean, they weren't shooting it that bad. They weren't shooting it great, but I don't know. We'd have to see with that, but they weren't shooting it that bad. They weren't turning the ball over. They no. were rebounding okay. It was just like, what was going on? I would say they weren't shooting any worse than Indiana. They were actually shooting better no. than Indiana.
0: And Indiana wasn't coming, storing back
1: no. with so the it, three ball. It was just so weird because it's just like, as time kept going on, it's like, wow. It's all of a sudden a three-point game, like— like, I, it was so weird that that was happening. But I, the big thing I saw from last game was free throw line. Indiana got to the free throw line a lot. And if they would have shot any better from the free throw line than what was it, 55%, I'd have to pull <laughs> it up. They, they might have, they, that might, they might have won that game.
0: Yeah. And Minnesota is pretty solid at getting in the line too. Here, so, yeah. Here's the thing with this Indiana stormed back without the three ball. Yeah. And they have great post play, not great guard play. Minnesota, you're They're going to get their their production down low. They've got some guys mm-hmm. who can shoot. They shoot the ball much better yes. than Indiana did. So yes. you cannot afford a similar situation where you have a team like the Golden Gophers storming back in the second half. And I, I am, I think I'm more concerned about this game if I'm Nebraska than most other people think. Um.
1: I'm not just because it's at home, and not there's really been no reason to think that Nebraska is going to lose at home, That's especially against sure a team like Minnesota. Not saying Minnesota's not good, but like, you know, if Purdue mm-hmm. and Wisconsin right. couldn't come here. If Northwestern couldn't come in here, like I know it was a while ago, but Michigan State, like all these teams that I think are firmly above Minnesota came in, okay. Nebraska, they didn't stomp all of them, stomp most of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's no... It's no Purdue. It's no Wisconsin. But I think a lot of people have overlooked this matchup because it's like, okay, they got to get a road win. They're going to win all the home games. And that's kind of just been the narrative. It's, if they were going to drop yeah. one of their last games, I think this would be it. This is the toughest game on the schedule remaining. Um, and I, I think Minnesota is a really talented team. I still will pick Nebraska to win ultimately. But after diving into what Minnesota is working with, they've you know they've won five of their last seven games only two losses, Iowa and Purdue, both of which they had second half leads late. Yeah, Minnesota they, has been playing really good. They had a 20-point lead on Iowa with 16 minutes remaining. And they were leading Purdue, not by a lot, but late later into the second half. Mm-hmm. They win both of those games. They could make a tournament argument here. So Probably, yeah. They are two second halves away from being having a very similar resume to Nebraska, they have been pretty good at home though. So That's, the road, the road question. You know, the Iowa and Purdue were both on the road. So the question of can they produce at PBA? It's going to be a Sunday night game, five thirty. Going to be a, a pretty good environment, I'd say.
1: If this, if Nebraska was having to go on the road, travel to Minnesota, I'd be feeling a lot okay differently about this game. I just like, I'm not like. Even, like, if Nebraska played Purdue at home, I'd be like, Nebraska still has a pretty good shot to beat Purdue at home. If they had Purdue at home left in the season, it'd still be like, no, that's going to be a really good game. This is Minnesota. I get they've been playing really good, but like like you said, they haven't been great on the road. And Nebraska's been so dominant at home. It just doesn't give me any reason to why Nebraska shouldn't okay. win
0: this game. That's fair. But it's going to be a good game. This isn't going to be like the Michigan no. game. No, not or at Or the all. Penn State game. No, I think Minnesota, and I... <sighs> This is kind of a hard argument to make, just given how different Minnesota is. But if you look at the away losses Nebraska have, I don't think this this is one of the better road losses they've had, in my opinion. Because that team is so... They're exceeding expectations by a mile, similar to what Nebraska's done. Minnesota is surging. They just came off two really, really impressive wins. Granted, over uh, Ohio State and Rutgers at home, they were dominant, and those teams were both surging up until they played Minnesota. So Minnesota, Nebraska <laughs> Nebraska's getting Minnesota at probably the worst time. They are playing some of their ba- best basketball, especially over the last week. When you kind of look at the metrics, their upper half in the Big Ten in terms of offensive and defensive efficiency, yeah. they don't do anything spectacular. They also do they don't do anything really poorly. So, they're kind of right in the middle there of every statistic, similar to Nebraska in a lot of those metrics, you know, middling rebound numbers, middling three point numbers. Mm-hmm. Solid resume, but they only have one quad one win, which has really hurt them this season. And like I said, they were up by 20 on Iowa. They were up they, on Purdue late. They haven't beaten. Missed a chance many. to beat or to tie Wisconsin mm-hmm. at, right at the buzzer. They win all three of those games. That's a tournament team. So, those swings that Nebraska's got. At home, Minnesota just hasn't had those opportunities. Um, so, I I'm really impressed with what I've seen from Minnesota. They're not as top heavy as an Indiana, yeah, necessarily. But I think they've got a five man rotation that is really gelling at this point in the season. It's a different look than they got when they played Nebraska. They're only playing seven. They only played seven deep against Ohio State, so they're playing a lot of minutes. You kind of know what you're getting at this point from Minnesota. A couple, multiple guys that can just go off for 20 points. Not too reliant on anyone. No. But Dawson Garcia is the kingpin of this Golden Gopher team. Mm-hmm. Averaging 17 and half points per game, 6.5 rebounds. He's going to get his. So he's the leader in both of those metrics on the team. You know he's going to score 15. In, he's going to get 15 and 5. Like That's kind of just a well-known point um and I think he is such a game changer he got hurt against Nebraska last time and they still won yeah. so that is where my concern would be they didn't play Garcia last time still matched up pretty solidly um but Joshua Ola Joseph who had 15 points last time Nebraska played Minnesota he's been virtually removed from the rotation he's hasn't played over six minutes in almost a month and didn't play against Ohio State. So he's kind of been removed from that seven man rotation. Very reliant on their starting five. I don't love their depth. Nebraska's definitely a a way deeper team. Way deeper team, a deeper rotation. So that might throw the Gophers off just in terms of pace and and energy. But their starting five is really fun to watch. Going back and looking at the tape, they have got a lot of quick players, they move the ball well. And Dawson Garcia is—he's uh, a thing of beauty to watch. I mean, very—I wouldn't say super similar to what Khalil Ware did, but uh, almost seven footer. He's six eleven, moves like a guard at times, quick. You know, gets in the paint can can spin very fast. Mm-hmm. I I really think this is a big big matchup for Rink Mast. Like Mast did not play well against Indiana. No, and that's a concern in this one as well. With one of those quicker, bouncier centers who's taller than Mast and more athletic, that's a concerning matchup. So I think I think Garcia is going to be get his. What did What did you kind of think of Mast's play against Indiana? I know only had what was it four points? Yeah, you know, took five two, shots. Two points, four rebounds. I think you got to get better than that against Minnesota.
1: He might get a little bit better, but I'm only expecting, like, a six or an eight-point game. This is It's been every single game yep. where Mass has had a guy that's the same size as him or almost bigger. He just, like, is scared to attack the post. The only matchup where he dominated where the guy was, like, you know, the same mm-hmm. that was bigger than him was Edie. And, and Edie's and, just and, not athletic. So yeah. so it, it's just, like, Mass, whenever there's an athletic center, it's a bigger team. For whatever reason, I don't. I don't think it's that he's scared or anything like that. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It's just like Nebraska just doesn't see the matchup there, and they just don't go to him. He only took. It's not like he's taking a bunch of shots and he's just not putting it in. Like he's just not taking shots. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if it's Hoiberg or if it's Mass not wanting to take those shots or if it's just like something else is always open. Yeah, it's just so. I mean, it's honestly what you're gonna expect now because that's what it's been like in every single game. has right. not done. Especially on the road.
0: Yes. So we'll see if that translates to a home environment. Yeah. Because he's been a lot better at home. Yeah. He but, has
1: been good at home. So that's why I'm expecting him to have a better I don't think he's gonna have only like two points or whatever like he did last game. He'll probably have like eight or ten. He'll have an okay game, but he's not gonna he's not gonna be the reason that Nebraska wins the game.
0: You look at some of those centers that he has not matched up well against Amorier Julian Reese, um, Khalil Ware. I think Garcia fits more into that mold than the ED mold yeah. of a slower big man that is still dominant, but Mass can get to work against. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is not the goal going into this one of feeding it's, him. It's not going to be. But the difference with this game rather than Indiana is that you know Indiana's not going to beat you from behind the arc. Mm-hmm. Minnesota can beat you from behind the arc. Yeah, like Garcia can shoot a three if he wants to. He's not scared to shoot the three. He doesn't do it a ton. He he can he can shoot, and he is incredible to watch. I mean, moves like a guard at times. Came back from that ankle injury. He suffered against Nebraska. Had a bit of a lull for about a month, but since like mid-January, he's had six 20-point performances. He's been dominant, consistent. Had 22-9 and nine over the win on Ohio State on Thursday. So... He's a guy that's going to get his lengthy, but doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. play like it. And I think it's just a similar matchup for Mast inside in this one. Wouldn't be surprised if Garcia gets a double double at all. So he, and he's a force on the defensive end as well. Mast has got to bring it if they want to have any production in the paint, um, you know, outside of Jawan Gary or Josiah Alec.
1: I bet Alec has the better game. And I want to get your thoughts on this. So. Minnesota, Nebraska's perimeter defense has been suspect in, in a lot of games this season. Minnesota, a better three-point shooting team. Last time Nebraska played Minnesota, was early in the season, mm-hmm. so Nebraska didn't have its bigger lineup in there. Nebraska, how do you think this bigger lineup matches up against yeah. Minnesota? Because Minnesota is honestly, like, matchup-wise, matchup-wise, Minnesota honestly is kind of like the perfect team to beat Nebraska, a team that's a little bit bigger than Nebraska, But can also shoot the three. Like that's the team. That's the kind of team that that can beat Nebraska. Not a team like you're not. I don't feel like you're gonna be. I don't feel like a smaller team is gonna be able to outshoot Nebraska. You know what I mean? Like it has to be a team that's a little bit bigger that can also shoot the three ball. That's like the per. Like that's like the worst matchup nightmare in my opinion for Nebraska. Or if it's just a similar team
0: that's just better,
1: like a Creighton. Mm -hmm. I think. How do you think the bigger lineup matches
0: up? The bigger lineup. The, the, the starting five if, if Hoiberg chooses to go with the bigger lineup they are going to be bigger than Minnesota so you I mean Minnesota's got size down low uh and then cam Christie six foot six freshman guard he's also brother of NBA Lakers guard Max Christie so he's got an NBA future as well so he's got size from the guard position but it, it is a bit of a concern because you haven't played a three a team that can shoot the three like this since Northwestern and that bigger lineup did not Farewell against Northwest. Michigan can shoot to three. Not like Minnesota. They Michigan, in theory, can, but it's also Michigan at... True. At Minnesota. That is true. I'm not saying... A collapsing team. Yeah. So, this is not a... I get Indiana it. Indiana or Penn State that's just not going to beat you from mm-hmm. deep. Mm-hmm. Like, they can beat teams from deep. Um, I'm interested in... Uh, so, Ola Joseph, like I was talking about earlier, has been replaced. And Pharrell Payne, nine, freshman forward, 255. He's a big man. So yeah. Alec, if they roll with that, you know, bigger lineup, Alec uh, is going to need to bring it defensively because he's he doesn't play slow. Like he, He's got a lot of power, but still a very high-energy player. Uh, he's bouncy. Six, uh, Ten points and six uh, boards averaging on the year. But like I said, he's surged into that starting lineup. Really one of the best developments over the season for the Gophers especially in the last two games. He has had the best week of his season over the last 7 days. Uh 21 points at Rutgers with 11 rebounds and double double and 15 versus Ohio State. Really key piece to this Gophers uh you know a, a cog in this engine. Um not great at the line, but he gets there a lot. Yeah. So
1: and Nebraska will let Indiana get to the line a lot. He's gonna get to the so, line a lot. That I'm honestly in, I'm I'm interested to see how that looks. We had a text on the text line that says don't dis- don't disrespect the Mastodon like that. Certified Hooper, he'd be big for us down the stretch. Our wins against better teams, Mass has had good games, especially Purdue. Yes, I'm not saying Mass hasn't had great games. He's been probably the second best player on this team. It's more of a concern on the
0: road. So that it, it's in yeah. this specific instance. I wouldn't be as concerned if this game was that, on the that, road.
1: Yeah, that's like... I feel like he's going to have an okay game. I don't think he's going to be the reason Nebraska wins this game. I would though. agree with you. Because, I mean, it's, it's just been shown. Like, Indiana, bigger team. He didn't do much. <laughs> um, trying to think about it, Like, Maryland was a game... Maryland, Rutgers. Big, bigger, Rutgers, bigger team. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's not just a team that's bigger. Because, like, Edie's bigger. It's a team that has a more athletic center. 100%. That he like i don't know if it's he doesn't feel like he can beat the matchup or if it's hoiberg that just like doesn't want
0: to go with him it could just be the game plan and the problem is that. on the road is that the shooting hasn't always is yeah it has always along. yeah so but against indiana it did so a little bit yeah i mean they hit 14 threes like you're you're going to if you get 14 threes in this matchup you're going to win like okay. you're going to beat minnesota if you hit 14 threes especially okay. at home with how well they've played defensively at home doesn't matter what mass does
1: Nah, not really. I I mean, all mass has to do is just be good on I I think his focus needs to be more on the defensive end in this mm. game. Like he he's not going to be the center point. He's not going to be the focus on offense in this game just cuz it's a, it's a bigger
0: team. Right. But if he does bring I mean if he if, brings it and you know locks up Garcia, yeah. I would I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be very impressed cuz yeah. I really like what Garcia has done this year. Um and then they do have some size at the guard position as well. Cam Christie like I was talking about earlier. 11 points, four rebounds a game. Best three-point shooter on the team at 6'6". 42% from deep. One of the best in the Big Ten. Really beautiful release. He's fun to watch. Like I said, this Minnesota team is a lot of fun to you watch. You see more excited to watch Minnesota I, than Nebraska I really, in this I'm going to be honest. I really enjoyed watching their tape. And seeing how Nebraska matches up. Because I feel like the last three games, it's been teams that Nebraska should beat convincingly. Yeah. And they should beat Minnesota I think it'll be a better matchup, so I'm more of excited for a team that's surging in the net. You know, they're all the way up to 63 in Ken so Ken really likes them. They're 73 in the net. I I think this is going to be probably the most. This will probably be the best
1: home game since I mean, easily since the um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Game. I'm trying yeah. to think. Yeah. Because we had Penn. It was Penn, Penn State, State at Mich- 11 a.m. In, in Michigan. Yeah. It, it's gonna be, and it's gonna be a really good game. Like I think Nebraska is still probably gonna win this game by like eight. Mm-hmm. Six or eight. But it, I think it's going to be
0: actually a fun game to watch. And no. not like
1: an ugly first half like Penn State. Or just a blowout like Michigan.
0: It, it's going to be. Penn State and Michigan a were game. not good. Like they are not good basketball games. At, like, No. Nebraska won dirty. Not the prettiest basketball. Although Penn State did get an upset. The, Penn State. That was. And we're going to talk about that later. Penn State yeah.
1: beating Illinois was uh, incredible. That that was It was definitely something. So before we wrap up. Uh, score prediction, and who do you think is X-Factor for this game? You don't have to give like a specific score prediction. Who do you
0: think? Um, gonna I think Nebraska is going to win by eight points. You said X-Factor? Yeah. I, I think... Oh, that's really tough. Because I want to say Lawrence, because if he comes off the bench, he's got to bring it. Because you need that. If you're going to roll with a bigger lineup... I'm going to go Gary, actually, though. I think Gary, Gary I like is going to be... I like that. A big piece in this matchup. Probably gonna be guarding Christie a lot. And if Christie has a big night, like they beat um Ohio State without with five points from Christie and um not a great night from one of their other guards, uh Mike Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And if Christy has a big night and those other three guys go off, I mean there there's there's a good chance. So I, I like Gary defensively, specifically in this one.
1: What about you? I like Gary as well. Um, I think Alex is going to be really big. But I like you said, I really like Lawrence. I think Lawrence has a chance to have another really good game. This is also another thing that's been really interesting with this team is ever since Lawrence went to the bench. It's worked wonders. It's worked for wonders his game for game and the team. But what about Wilcher? What has happened with Wilcher? It's like Lawrence He kind of filled that role. It's like Lawrence took the Wilcher role and Wilcher just
0: took a step back and he really just Because he was that energy shooting guard off the bench. But when you got Lawrence hitting five threes and playing his more natural position and not being forced to play point guard, it's worked really well. I wonder so if Nebraska ever wants to go back to a smaller
1: lineup and have Alec off the bench, would Wilcher then get put in the starting lineup? I like or is this, this this bigger lineup just going to be it? Because Nebraska doesn't have a big coming off the bench. No. <laughs> so like that's going to be. I feel like that's a concern when you get
0: to the. NCAA I mean, honestly, tournament. it depends if Eli Rice comes back for, um, you know, down the stretch. We'll we'll hear about his injury status. You know, he doesn't play a ton of minutes, but that could be more of a. You know, he's a forward, so you do have some more size coming off the bench there. With his injury, they've really struggled to get that. Um. You know, big production off. The bench I mean, that was my from, only concern. Position. That was my only concern with the bigger lineup was that Nebraska doesn't have a big coming off the bench. And this game will be fascinating matchup wise. That's why I'm so excited for this one because Minnesota is a team that can shoot. So how does that bigger lineup match up with a team that can shoot and has been shooting well?
1: I think the perimeter. I think the defense has been really strong with this bigger lineup. So I'm not asking to about the perimeter defense now. If Minnesota is hitting everything, that's just another thing. That's just Minnesota playing really well. But I just think but they likely won't at home. Yeah, this at, is this at, is a home, home game for Nebraska, a team that embarrassed Nebraska mm-hmm. last time they played them. I think this is kind of going to be a game that Nebraska knows
0: can't lose this and and this kind this is kind of like every single game, can't lose this one. This is the most exciting home matchup left, so I think yeah. they're going to want to bring it. One it's, last guy to watch out before before we go to break, Elijah Hawkins, 5 foot 11 junior guard, only has 9 points a game. He's an assist machine, second in the country in assists. So he is the cog in this Minnesota offense and doesn't get his flowers enough, kind of an unsung hero. But he had 24 and 16 points over the last two games, knocked down seven threes on nine attempts over the last week. So he's having the best week of his season as well. Scary. So with as as well as Pharrell Payne, if those two guys bring it, I'm concerned. It's gonna it's gonna
1: be I think it's gonna be a really good game. I'm excited to watch it. But with that, we got to throw it to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the new college football game that is going video game mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out. EA Sports.
0: I'm
1: telling you right now, I'm going to be playing that almost every day. <laughs> so, but with that, we got to take the break. You're listening to the Daily Nebraska Show on 93.7 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.